0: Enjoy this Flyover
1: Clip. Organized crime is definitely involved. That's because Ambassador Joseph P. Kennedy, John Kennedy's father, who had served as ambassador to the UK under Franklin Roosevelt, uh, was also partners with the notorious New York gangster Frank Costello. They were in the bootlegging business. They controlled all illegal alcohol in the 20s. Uh, from New York State all the way up to the Canadian border, all of New England. Uh, They brought in Canadian blended whiskey. Uh, You did not want to get in their way. It was their franchise. But uh, Ambassador Kennedy, through his connections with Costello, was able to call together a meeting of all the top organized crime families. And
0: you're you're talking about Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy. The the father.
1: The father. Uh, They met in Chicago. The meeting was chaired by Sam Giancana, who was the head of the mob in Chicago. He got to chair it because it was hosted there. Uh, all the heads of the families were there, the Gambinos, the Bananos, uh, and so on. Uh, Mickey Cohen, who ran the mob in Los Angeles, was there. Wow. Camel Hump- Humphreys, who ran the mob in Las Vegas, was there. Carlos uh Marcello, who controlled the mob in Texas and Louisiana, was there. Santo Traficante Sr., who controlled uh, the mob in Florida, was there. Every family was represented. Uh, And Joe Kennedy was uh, very brash. He said, my son is going to be president, uh, and I'm not leaving here without $1 million. Well, in 1959, which is when this meeting took place, uh, $1 million was a huge amount of money. Immediately, uh, Mickey Cone, the guy who ran the mob in L.A., uh, and Camel Humphreys, who ran the mob in Las Vegas, both of them notoriously vicious gangsters, uh, bolted the meeting. They said, look, we own Dick Nixon. We've been financing him since his congressional days. He's going to win. We want no part of this. They left the meeting. Giancana made a deal uh, with Ambassador Kennedy uh, that in return for the million dollars, which they gave him, uh, that the Eisenhower administration's Department of Justice efforts to deport Carlos Marcello, uh, and Santo Traficante, also vicious gangsters, uh, would be dropped. Uh, and, uh, unfortunately, after JFK's election, Robert Kennedy became attorney general, uh, and then he went after Marcello particularly, but also Traficante, uh, to try to deport them, it, it, continuing the efforts of the Eisenhower administration.
0: I want to make sure I grab this part right here because the, throwing these names out, I'll make sure people grab this flow. So so Joe Kennedy had a stranglehold kind of on these relationships and he was speaking on behalf of the family, which I think it's clear, like he could probably make a whole movie about his life. He was pretty clear he wanted... Everything he did was for his sons to gain powder, power, and there was, a, there was an idea for them to have the presidency probably his whole, you know, JFK's whole life. So so he makes a backroom deal to gain the trust and the allegiance of Chicago, specifically Sam Giacana, let I say Jim this correctly.
1: Con- so basically, Joe Kennedy made a deal with the mob, with all, every family, uh, not only to extort them for a million dollars for the campaign – but also to break arms and legs for them in Chicago on Election Day, uh, to burn ballots for them in Dallas County on Election Day. Uh, Actually, their involvement in the West Virginia primary, uh, which was pivotal in John Kennedy's nomination. So the mob uh, had a deal with John Kennedy. In return for helping elect him, uh, the Kennedy Justice Department was supposed to drop the deportation proceedings against Carlos Marcelo who ran the mob again in Louisiana and Texas, and who, by the way, had Lyndon Johnson on the payroll uh, because Johnson was protecting uh, Marcello's illegal gambling dens okay. in San Antonio and Houston and Dallas, uh, but also to drop the proceedings against Santo Trafficante. After John Kennedy's election, Robert Kennedy was appointed attorney general, uh, and he went after Marcelo and Traficante, specifically, actually, when when Marcelo showed up, as he was required to do at the immigration offices where he had to check in once a week, he was uh, seized by immigration efforts. They flew him uh, to Guatemala, and they dumped him uh, in a jungle, because that was what he claimed to be his country of, of uh, national origin, uh, or where he claimed to and, be
0: in and Joe, did, did he pass away like at 61 or when did the well, it father?
1: Becomes more, it becomes more complicated than that. So Giancana, the boss of the Chicago mob, went back okay. to Joe Kennedy and said, hey, we had a deal. Right. We're going to deliver for you. We delivered. Now you're, you're still leaning on Carlos and Santo. And John and Joe Kennedy said, well, unfortunately, the deal has now changed. Uh, I want a 50 percent interest. In the Cal Neva Casino In Reno, Nevada Signed over to me It was a mob-controlled casino A mob-owned casino Uh, And once I have that I'll call off the dogs On your gangster buddies Uh, Actually what he said On those two guineas Is what he said Okay Uh, And uh, Giancana Was so anxious To get the heat off Of his mob colleagues That they actually Transferred a 50% interest To Joe Kennedy Although he held it in the name of Morton Downey Sr., who was a very famous Irish tenor, it was kind of the court jester. He he hung out with Joe. He 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 cheered Joe up by singing "Danny Boy," reportedly would bring tears to Ambassador Joe Kennedy's eyes. Wow. He was a sentimental Irishman, uh, and uh, but fortunately, unfortunately, shortly thereafter, Joe Kennedy was hit by a debilitating stroke. Uh, he was never able to uh, enforce the deal he'd made with the mob, and Robert Kennedy did not relent in his efforts to go after these gangsters. I've just explained the, the the motive of the mob's involvement in the murder of John F. Kennedy.
0: Are you having a hard time sleeping at night, thinking what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing; they're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how, in 1920, if you had a twenty-dollar bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit.
1: Wow. The the
0: jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? (laughs) Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's gonna keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years and he's someone we completely trust.
1: my pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread my pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow
0: the best sleep just got even better whether you have a my pillow or not you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0 call or go to mypillow.com now use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one you'll get a second one absolutely free
1: You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com For more great
0: content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com